So today I'm going to be speaking to former teammate Ian Roper, uh, who's a former professional footballer who played for Warsaw and Luton. How's it going, mate? You okay? Yeah, good. Yeah, you, mate? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Just uh, kind of typical day working and then obviously got home, jumped on here um, and here we are. So talk to me. How's uh, how's life at the minute? How's, how's things with you? Yeah, not too bad. Uh... Going well. Half term this week, so I'm off all week, so it's not too bad. Oh, um, yeah. So what was it? What's your typical day then? What What are you up to nowadays? I'm a learning support assistant at the Isle of Wight College now. So, nice. so yeah, I'm um, doing that. So normally, typical day starts at nine o'clock. So. Um, Working, supporting students with like special educational needs, doing that. Um, finished around four-ish, so yeah, not oh, too fine. bad. So in terms of um, obviously what you're doing now, is that did you transition into that straight after playing football? Was that always on your your mind? Whilst um, not really. I think it's um, since I've moved to the Isle of Wight three years ago it's um something i've sort of got into looking sort of into colleges as soon as i finished football i sort of um i went back to college and then university managed to get a degree in sports performance and coaching wow. and i was looking into sort of roles like that pe teaching and stuff like that i did a few um going into schools and that um primary schools coaching in there so yeah i've been i've been doing that quite a lot but once i moved to ireland i've sort of worked with older and like young adults with special educational needs really so yeah wow that's amazing and you said you've moved to the isle of Wight a few years ago so was that always on the cards or was that something that just kind of came out of the blue or yeah, it was pretty much out of the blue. Me, um, youngest daughter, she was just finishing school. Um, she sort of wanted to um, like have a new start, really. She okay. was going to go to sixth form. We talked about it, wanted a bit of slower pace of life, really, and sort of be by the beach, really. <laughs> so, yeah, sort of. So we, yeah, so it's been, um, yeah, three years now, but it's been good, yeah, and it wasn't really on the cards, it was just like, my wife got a job at the college as well before we moved out, so it's sort of, that was the catalyst really, of like, all of us moving out really. Wow, sounds great. Talk to me then about your transition from football, because obviously you had a decent career in the game, uh, played at a decent level for quite some time, so... How was your transition process? How was your retirement? Um, it was um, quite sort of, I'd sort of moved after leaving Kettering. I'd sort of then sort of didn't know what I really wanted to do. It was sort of a, up in the air. I'd never really thought about, I'd been playing football since, like I said, I was 16, left school. Never really thought about the next 
knew that I didn't really want to go back into football doing coaching or anything like that. It wasn't for me. Um, and sort of just then become more interested. I started, I went and played non-league, like locally at Bedworth. Um, and like the manager there, he was doing um similar st- do going into primary schools doing before and after school clubs and um so I sort of sort of fell into that and thought about going to college and getting some skills in sort of like coaching and like sports development getting some qualifications sort of um I did me athletics level two coaching course and different stuff like that so um and yeah, and then I sort of, while I was at college and then university, working in um, like primary schools, just doing before and after school clubs, really, sort of fit it around college and uni, really. Mm. And yeah, I enjoyed that, but there was never really sort of the hours a lot of the time to sort of the jobs were sort of only part time, really, sort of. So yeah, it was um, it was hard. I sort of at first trying to find a route where to go. Really. Yeah. Okay. And then so with that, obviously you mentioned uni and college. How did you find going back to school, so to speak? Oh, it was um, yeah a bit of a challenging time at, at the first because like I went to school, we didn't have computers or anything really when <laughs> I went school so it's like going in and like I think one of the first assignments it was like you need to do a PowerPoint on um some something or other and I was like I don't know how to do a PowerPoint I've never done a PowerPoint before in my life so so yeah I got my daughter and she was like yeah this is how you do it so she was showing me but I think I picked it up quite quick and I sort of enjoyed it. And as I was going, I was learning new stuff and things that I was learning. I thought, I wish I'd known that back when I was playing because some of the stuff would have been beneficial, something like the physiology side of it and stuff. I was like, wow, this is like opened my eyes a little bit, but I was yeah. learning and it just really, and then it was like, after the two years at college, I did. It was like, my next step, do I go and like, I could top it up because I was doing a HND mm. at the time, which I got on because of like life experience rather than my qualifications because I come out of school with nothing, <laughs> sort right. of thing. And um, yeah, it was just trying to, sort of, and then I thought, well, if I might as well top it up get a full degree and that was in that was at Northampton Uni so it was like um trying to then get in and I really enjoyed I enjoyed learning and sort of mm. learning new things and I think at school I think I was so focused on becoming a footballer that yeah. all the other things sort of took a back seat really all my other subjects so I didn't really put any effort into it but when finishing football it sort of really opened my eyes and that yeah yeah that I mean that's understandable and at what stage did you kind of start thinking about like life after sport life after football was it towards the back (laughs) of your career or was that always at the forefront of your mind whilst you were playing 
Um, I think it was probably after. I don't think when I was playing, I don't think there was much done by like clubs or like the PFA or anything, really. I think unless you sort of really wanted to focus on coaching and going back into the game, I think there was a lot. I felt there was a lot of that. And I know um, a couple of teammates did like the journalism course, what they put on the sports journalism. Mm. Um, but I didn't feel like there was anything else that if you didn't want to go down that route sort of thing, I didn't feel like I was... I think there were probably was out there, but you had to go and look for it rather than they telling you or coming in and advising you. I don't think there was a lot mm. when I was. So I didn't really, there was, wasn't was a lot that I, I sort of knew that I sort of wanted to be in sport or some yeah. sort of, but not actually football, back in football itself, really. Sure. No, I get that. And... Um... Did you did you seek any help at all uh, with regards to kind of helping you along the way in your transition process? Um, I sort of went. I went to like I think the main thing is I went because my wife was working at the college at the time where I went to. I went and seen the careers advisor there just mm-hmm. to see what kind of options. I know the PFA did support me in like paying for some of my HND and like with like the loans and stuff. So yeah, that, it was good that, that, but yeah, I didn't really have, I sort of went and sort of went to the college and got careers guidance off them really. Sure. And kind of what advice did they give you uh, during that process? Um, I think it was just looking at what kind of um, like courses they could offer really. It was, um, like I said, they put me on, got me in touch with like the HND, I think it was HND Sports Coaching and Development, right. which which was um, probably because I got no GCSEs whatsoever. It was probably above what they would have, but they said because of life experience, I've been professional footballer for like 18 years, mm. that they would take me on that and then sort of so yeah it was like it was a good thing that they did because I think if not I don't know I really don't know what I'd have sort of done I'm sort of yeah I've struggled really to think of anything else really. No I understand I mean yeah fully understand that it's, it's very difficult and obviously when you're playing and you're playing at a decent level and you have them for years <coughs> sometimes you're not really thinking about the future it's always about kind of the here and now um, and I still very much think that um, it's pretty much the same from what I can see now, nowadays, with regards to kind of athletes and transition. There's a lot more data and a, a lot more information out there, uh, more or less at a, a touch of a button, so to speak. Whereas our day, maybe you had to go and search and, and dig a little deeper to get kind of the granular detail that you wanted to get. Um, I mean, obviously, you played, like you said, 17, 18 years as a professional. So... What transferable skills do you think you've taken from kind of sport to kind of what you're doing now? Um, I think it's, um, I think a lot of it, it's like the commitment. I feel like the routine kind of thing of like getting up training, doing this, doing that. It's all right. Even still, I think that is like installed in me. I think hard work, I think, 
I think people don't realise how hard work it is to be a footballer. I think the thing you just go around kicking the ball around all day, but I think it's it is hard work mentally as well. I think you you have ups and downs, and you have to deal with that. And I think people don't realise that, like I said, I think my first um, daughter's two Christmases, I was both away working away, and people mm-hmm. don't see that enough I think they just think oh you get paid a lot of money you get but not everyone gets paid like the thousands you know yeah and stuff so it's but yeah I think I think it's hard work and resilience I think I think I think to be in football for a period of time you need that resilience I think that's what I think I have when I've sort of not got jobs or not gone for things. It's just bouncing back and sort of thinking, what can I do next? What can I sort of, I really think that's probably a transferable skill mm. that I've probably used. Yeah, definitely. And with regards to kind of sport, let's let's call it football, because obviously that's what we're familiar with. Do you think retirement should be approached in a different way? Um... Probably, I think there should be. I do think there should be more like um, um, advice and guidance. And I really do think it's pretty much once you're no use to football clubs, I feel like then they sort of don't see you as any worth kind of thing in a way. I think a lot of it when I left, it's like you've done your job here, that's it, you know. I mean, you're you're no use to us now sort of thing, really. And I've sort of found that, um, that it's like, well, no one really checks on you, whether what you're doing or... So I feel like there should be more checks maybe done. I don't know whether that's the club or the, the PFA or who it is that probably check in on people because not everyone sort of has it like I've got a good family behind me but I know not everyone sort of has that really so yeah yeah 100% um and obviously during your 18 years you you played for Warsaw um were they in the championship at that point when you were playing for them um they played in the championship quite a few years about five years I was in the championship yeah we were sort Mm. of in league one championship and got relegated down to League Two, sort mm. of, and then back in League One just as I left, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, with the Championship, it's probably one of the most competitive leagues across the world. Um, how did you find it playing at that level? Um, I really enjoyed it. I sort of, I felt like I come into my own. I felt um, good. I think I s- sort of stepped up. Um, the, the challenge, the more challenging, I sort of stepped up and I enjoyed like pitting my wits against like some good teams in there back in the day. So it was like, um, like you said, it is really competitive. We we was always punching above our weight at Warsaw because we were a small club really in the championship, but we managed a few seasons to sort of... Um, like we got relegated our first season my goal but then we managed three or four seasons in there just like surviving but like you said it was like the teams what we were playing against we were 
did well with Ari, I think. Yeah. And then obviously, you mentioned you got relegated a few times then. Obviously, once you've left Warsaw, you've kind of dropped down down the leagues, which tends to happen. Um, and obviously, I've experienced that as well. How did you find it kind of dropping down the leagues, coming from that level where you sustained a, a career to that point in the championship and League One, and then filtering down the football pyramid? How did you find it with the facility changes and the, the level of kind of what well, the standard of football, maybe not to what you were used to? It it was um it was quite weird at first because like I left Warsaw and then went to Luton, mm. which was sort of a bigger sort of club in terms of like um and the facilities were all so they had their own training ground where Warsaw didn't at the time so it was a weird kind of thing because they were sort of probably better facilities than I've had at Warsaw sort of but. Like I said, I was playing in League Two for Lute and we got relegated because we had the 30 points took off us. Mm. And um, and like I said, it's great to see him back in the Premier League now, sort of after the other day. And But yeah, after that, I like, went to Kettering and it was sort of a bit of a culture shock. But I quite enjoyed that kind of less pressure in a way. I enjoyed my football at Kettering especially the first season I was there because I think um, I enjoyed that it wasn't sort of as pressurised as much as um, sort of playing at Warsaw and Luton. There was quite less fans, but mm. I quite enjoyed like the facilities and it wasn't quite as thingy. And I think... I didn't mind. I don't know whether I've I've never really been one for like being flash and having and at Warsaw we were in the championship and we were still washing our own kit and stuff. So it wasn't like that much of a culture shock, really. It was like coming down. It was like east down. But then sort of after Kettering, I went to Bedworth, which was like I think three divisions below the conference, three or four, and. We had a good set of lads. We won promotion in the first season, but it was just like sometimes I was thinking, what am I doing this for? Yeah. We were travelling traveling quite a bit away. I, weren't, um, I was at college at the time, so like my Saturdays we took all, all my week at college doing bits and bobs. So it was sort of, that was, and I think during the second season when I was at Bedworth, it was like, it was a, I think we'd got promoted and we were traveling like down to Eastbourne and it was like four hours on a coach on a Saturday. Like, and I was <laughs> thinking, do I need this really at my age? My knees were starting to go a bit. I was starting right. to get a few injuries in my knees. So yeah. it, it was in a case of, do I just give it up? I've enjoyed my time playing. I'd rather not like have to go out injured or mm. I'll just go out when it I think and I thought that was the time really to sort of give it up really yeah sure now that makes sense uh, and then moving forward I know you said obviously that you think that more needs to be done to assist footballers when it comes to transitioning and, and obviously everything around that space is there any advice that you give kind of any footballers who are in that process or maybe mindset of either trans transitioning in the future or they may be at, at the actual stage now where they're transitioning but they're not sure what to do 
And this could be anyone at any age in, in the football uh, kind of uh, fraternity, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think probably try and get as much qualifications or as you can as early. I think that's, I think, I think I wish I'd have done um, a lot more while I was playing. But like you said, it was all took up with playing and all thinking, focusing on what I was doing at the time. I think if I'd have had me time again, I'd have probably gone back and done some qualifications while I was still playing. Mm. There's a lot of time, what you have as a footballer, that um, like travelling to and from matches and um, like in the afternoons. So I think there's a, a lot of time what you do get where you could be doing stuff that's like beneficial for you in the future. And I think that's what I'd probably because I had to then go back to college, do my GCSEs at sort of 37 mm. after why, why doing my degree as well. So it was like, it, it's tougher then. So I would be like, try and get as much as you can when you're younger, really. That would be my advice, really. Great advice, mate. Um, and if you want to just let everyone know where you're currently uh, working, um, just in case there's someone out there who may want to reach out to you. Um, I'm working at the Isle of Wight College as a learning support assistant. So, yeah, it's it's good, really rewarding working with like, um, young adults and helping them. Like, And it's not even in – it's just we're in every sort of – bit of the college so I'm working in engineering this year but I've been working motor vehicle and horticulture so maths and English so it's really good it's rewarding I like it there so yeah good stuff now I really appreciate it and I'm, I'm glad you're doing really well uh, it seems like you're really happy really appreciate your time coming on today um, can anyone find you on social media anywhere at all Oh, I'm, I'm not really on, I'm on LinkedIn, but apart from that, I'm pretty stay off social media. I'm not really <laughs> that tech savvy, so yeah. <laughs> nah, no problem. Well, like I said, all the best for the future. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, stay in touch and, and good luck. All the best, Dane. Cheers. Thank you, mate. See you later. See ya. 